Welcome to Charged Up Studio Live, where small business owners get charged up for success. Are you a small business owner? Do you find yourself struggling through the many responsibilities that come with the title entrepreneur? Well, we're here for you. Charged Up Studio is hosted by Marketatomy LLC, your prescription for what we call OPA. What is OPA? It's when you become so overwhelmed with the confusion that comes with business ownership that you become paralyzed and ultimately avoid doing anything in hopes it will take care of itself or you put it off till later. Does that sound familiar? I'm your host, Dan Olivo, and each week we bring a business professional eager to charge you up as they talk about the many things that keep you from moving forward with your small business. So are you ready to get charged up for success? Let's hit it. So welcome back to Charged Up Studio, where we bring you insightful conversations with industry leaders and experts from across the U.S. I'm Dana Olivo, your host, and we are continuing our focus this month on building strong foundations for success, empowering business mindsets. This week's guest is a distinguished expert in the field of structured settlements. She brings a wealth of knowledge and experience in navigating the intricate world of financial settlements, ensuring that individuals and families receive the support they need for a secure and prosperous future. With a passion for empowering clients and advocating for their best interests, she has earned a reputation for providing a compassionate guidance and strategic solutions. Get ready to gain valuable insights into the world of structured settlements as we engage in an enlightening conversation with our esteemed guest, Ms. Jody Lamb, with Arcadia. Welcome, Jody. Well, thank you, Dana. What a wonderful introduction. I need to uh, just take that, that audio clip and uh, <laughs> put it in front of my all my uh, webinar presentations and continuing education classes that I run. So oh. thank you so much for having me today. No, thank you for joining us. I'm glad you could. So before we get started, I always kick off our interview segments with each of my guests with one question designed to give our audience a little insight into who you are. Okay. So are you ready? Bring it on. All right. So if you could go back in time and give your young self some solid advice, what advice would you give her and at what age? Dream big and don't be afraid to fail because every failure is an opportunity to learn and grow and becomes the new stepping point for your next adventure. And I would tell myself that as young as I could. I think those messages that we tell ourselves that limit or prohibit us from trying new things or taking risks that, uh, you know, we might otherwise talk ourselves out of are far too common. And, you know, if all those unpursued opportunities were, were embraced for the opportunity that they are, where would we be now? So uh, in hindsight, I can't change it, but going forward, that's my motto that I'm living Embrace by. Embrace it. Embrace it. I, you know, 
I'm a, I, I've always told everybody I've talked to when they talk about you're thinking too big or you're thinking this. And I, I always tell them, I'd rather think big and have to scale down than think too small and have to scale up because it's right. a lot harder to scale up. In fact, um, big, B-I-G, I see it as bold, innovative, and grandiose. I love it. Yeah. That's so fantastic. Always yeah. think big. Yeah, it's always think big. So, so. all right, ready? Grandiose. Love it. Yes, yeah. let's do yeah. this. All right. So first of all, explain to our audience, what is a structured set settlement? That's a great question. Uh, a structured settlement is uh, many things on many different situations, but for the most fundamental basic explanation, a structured settlement is an opportunity to settle a claim or a transaction that involves future payments. So for example, if someone's settling a personal injury claim, they have the option to receive that payment as a lump sum. That's the most common option. Uh, but they have the option also to defer a portion of their settlement for the future. And those future payments can be invested and then paid out at a time that they choose and an amount that they elect uh, into the future. So those payments could cover future medical needs. It could uh, cover income replacement. It could also help with minor children uh, who are um, not able to take receipt of funds prior to age of majority and can use those money instead for going to college or buying uh, a car or uh, down payment on a home or whatever their needs are. They put into a trust or what? A structured settlement actually puts the money into a uh, fixed annuity uh, in the most fundamental traditional form. There are options also for market-based investments, and um, those are uh, discussed depending on the risk tolerance and the, uh, the comfort of everybody, what their goals are, what their needs are. And, and every case is unique, every settlement is unique, and uh, we, we, we do put it in with uh, highly reputable um, uh, financial rated uh, and stable companies. Okay, so, so how does a structure differ from traditional investments? Well, a structured settlement is only available at the time of settlement. Now, I'm going to pause here for a minute. Well, I think we, we might have opportunity to dig in a little bit later as to the different variations. But again, we're going to talk about the most fundamental, basic uh, structured settlement that uh, uh, deals with a personal injury case. So, for example, if uh, you have a child who was injured in a car accident and they are settling their claim, um, if they take receipt of that money and they put it into a block savings account or the registry of the court or a trust or other investments. Any money once it has been received from this claim can be invested anywhere, but it becomes taxable. You have uh, constructive receipt of that money according to the IRS. Alternatively, a structured settlement uh, is an investment as a condition for consideration of the settlement. So they never, the parents never touch the money. Uh, they, the money is actually invested from the insurance company to the life company to make those future payments that are agreed upon at the time of settlement. And then the, that prevents ownership and constructive receipt, which means the money is going to grow tax-free. 
So unlike traditional investment products, um, it does have customized payouts that um, meet specific needs, tailored to multiple benefit streams, lifetime, lump sums, uh, period certain benefits. But uh, unlike traditional retail products, it's not available from your financial planner or your broker or your insurance agent. These are only available at the time of personal injury settlements um, or a time of a settlement or real estate transaction or a sale of business. I mean, those are expansions of different options, but um, they're only available for very specific reasons at a very small window of opportunity. And then once that opportunity closes, you can't go back and put it back in uh, a structure afterwards. So structured settlements are only available um, with personal injury cases, sale of businesses, real estate transaction, or other claims uh, that also include non-personal injury cases. So I might be getting ahead of things here, but can that um, uh, what would you call it, annuity or that trust or whatever, can that be used as an asset if you wanted to borrow money or anything like that or what? That's a very important question because uh, it, it's very important for people to understand if they utilize a structured settlement, those terms of settlement include future payments that cannot be changed. So we work very closely with individuals to look at their financial situation because not all cases are viable for structures. People need immediate cash needs to pay their attorneys, to pay for medical expenses. They may have immediate needs that they need to do around the house to make it accommodating for uh, a permanent injury. Um, and, and as well as, you know, you need immediate cash reserves. You never you know, never know what surprises you can have. So when we plan, uh, you know, with individuals to discuss uh, how their money can be used and maximize their settlement, uh, we're very careful to discuss that once this plan is in place, they can't change it. Um, in fact, well, I say you can't change it. You can't change the benefit streams. The only way to modify it going forward after the after it's in place are factoring companies um, that you might see on late night commercials offering to buy your structured settlement for money in hand today. Um, those are companies that are buying structured settlements uh, because they can't get this investment in traditional retail spaces. Um, they are reaching out to people who have received structures and offering them cash in lieu of exchange for those future payments. And then it requires the court to sign off and approve those distributions because they are gonna change the payee. They can't change the benefits, only the payee. And it's wow, it's, it's <laughs> catastrophic. Uh, they, they, they pay pennies on the dollar. And so when I'm talking to people, talking about different um, strategies and different payout choices, we always talk about what is, what is, your, what is your cash need? We don't want to do a, a plan for a child with a lump sum payment at 65. They're not going to wait till they turn 65 to get that payment. Uh, it's probably going to be factored long before then. So uh, we, we're very careful to make sure that people understand what structured settlements are, uh, how they can benefit them, but more also importantly, um, you know, what to look at, what are the disadvantages? And that's one of the biggest disadvantages of a structure is once it's set, it can't be changed. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So what are, well, we probably already answered this, but what are the advantages and disadvantages of a structured settlement? You said it can't be changed. 
but you said it can be assigned to somebody else? Right. So the original settlement is between the insurance company and an injured party. And the parties agree that the case will be settled for cash and future payments. And those future payments are outlined in uh, the terms of the release. It's very clear what amount, what duration, what payments are going to be made for how long. Um, it, these are guaranteed payments. Um, and then the insurance company assigns those payment obligations to an assignment company for the insurance company. The assignment company buys the policy, the, the life insurance policy of AM best rated companies are going to make those payments that are agreed upon by all parties and then um, uh, honor the agreements in, in the terms of the release. So that's where the assignment comes in. Uh, assignment of the, of the uh, payment as a payee can be changed only through a court order after the case settles. Um, but that's that's one of the biggest, like I said, drawbacks of a structure. But the, the benefits of the structure are that a properly planned uh, uh, settlement is not going to lend to the need to factor because it's going to be customized to meet future needs. So if we're looking at someone who needs income replacement, we can do monthly payments. We can guarantee those payments for life. We can even use their current medical condition if it has any impact on their life expectancy to get uh, life improved rated ages to uh, get more favorable payouts, understanding that because of their condition, they're not gonna live to a normal life expectancy. So to be able to customize plans for their individual needs um, is a unique advantage of a structure. But the biggest advantage of a structured settlement uh, tied to a personal injury case is that it is guaranteed tax income tax-free. And if something were to happen when those benefits are paid, their beneficiary would continue to receive those, uh, those payments tax-free. Um, compared to traditional retail investment products, they're gonna be taxable. So um, the settlement funds will be taxable uh, yeah. as opposed to the structured settlement uh, that is tied to um, the, the future payments. So tax-free, customized payments, guaranteed future payments. Uh, we have it rep, uh, backed by highly reputable uh, uh, AM best rated companies. Um, and uh, the other disadvantage, let's see, it, it's, it's hard to learn. I mean, it, it seems yeah. intimidating at first. Attorneys will uh, know enough to suggest it, but not really understand how it works. Uh, so when they're talking to their clients, they may not uh, be able to articulately uh, summarize the benefits or the, or the uh, how they could be paid out or um, how that it can help them going forward. So one of the challenges that we have is just being able to communicate uh, with the people that make those decisions and help them realize these opportunities are available because most people don't know about it. Uh, financial planners often don't know about structured settlements. They may have heard about it on television or they may recall a little bit of it from uh, their, their education for licensing, but uh, because it's not available to the general public uh, or traditional retail products, it's a very niche uh, investment product that's uh, unique to uh, providing a diversified uh, investment strategy and portfolio. So, so give me some examples of 
how structured settlements can be utilized or taken advantage of in a business environment for your small business or whatever? Well, business owners are going to have liability insurance. Uh, they may have a self-insured retention limit. Um, they may have workers' compensation cases. They may have liability claims. All of those are liability to the business owner and the business. So uh, a structured settlement can help maximize uh, payments to injured parties. It can help uh, provide need-based negotiations on those cases. Uh, for cases where there may be limitation of policy limits and they, they may be exposed personally. Uh, a structured settlement can maximize a, a settlement that's capped off at a certain limit. So it, it gets more money to the injured party uh, than they, their policy limits may offer. Uh, it also can help with reducing cost of future expenses. So rather than paying uh, the current cost of total expenses, you pay present day cost of those future payments as a, and so that you can you know offer more cash at settlement or or negotiate or have more money to negotiate because you you've been able to reduce future cost of care or income replacement and you can reallocate that money for other purposes. Um, also for business owners, you know there's often um, a long-term strategy in place for exit planning. And if there's not, they should start sooner than later. Uh, I'm not a, a business broker, but uh, I do work with many who, who stress and can't stress enough that uh, when setting up your business, you should be thinking about your exit strategy. Yes. Years before you you're thinking about selling your claim or sell, selling your business or um, handing it down to someone in your family or something like that, you should be thinking about that transition processing because business owners, when you're selling your business, you can structure that sale. And that's important for non-injury cases as well as real estate transactions. When you're, when you're buying or selling a house, you can offer future payments as well. It doesn't have to be a cash offer. You can differentiate your offers for a buyer or a seller to help them mitigate capital, uh, capital gains taxes. So for example, when you're selling your business, if you have a capital gain issue in, in play, if you sell it today for a lump sum, cash traditional sale of a business that everybody would anticipate, you're probably going to be taxed at the highest, highest bracket. Um, whereas if you stretch it out over time, you, there's opportunity to reduce that tax liability. And that's a reason why the non-personal injury cases are very often structured as well, because they're, uh, they may be taxable at time of settlement. And not only do they have to then pay their attorneys after paying taxes, their attorney has to you know, pay income tax as well. Attorneys and uh, 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 plaintiffs on li uh, employee litigation cases or on wrongful termination or wrongful imprisonment, emotional distress cases, um, you know, those cases could be taxed at, again, the highest tax bracket, whereas if it's stretched out over time, they're going to invest the money today at the full value and then pay taxes when they receive it. And they're only taxed on the year that they receive that benefit, not year one at a larger amount. So for business owners, it can save you um, costs on settling claims. And uh, we all know that the business costs of insurance only continue to rise. This will help mitigate your, your claims expenses and your loss ratios. Um, for sale of business or sale of transactions of, of property, you can mitigate capital gains tax. Right. Um, 
And then for your own retirement planning, you know, most business owners are really good at what they do, but they may not be good at financial planning or they may not be good at investing. And if they sell their business or they sell a property and they have this large influx of cash, how are they going to mitigate the tax? How are they going to plan for their retirement? Um, and we have many partners who uh, work with us who help them in that process as well. I'm just one arrow in a quiver. I, I just, I am a tool, a tool in the toolbox. Um, you know, there are many strategies that uh, can benefit business owners. And this is just one to make sure that you know about so that when the time comes, yeah. you're evaluating that option. Well, that's interesting. You know, it's 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 a lot to take in, but knowing that those are options that are available, especially if you're going to sell your business or, you know, or anything like that, you know, it's nice to know that there are options out there to where you could sell it without having to um, uh, take advantage of, of lump sums right then. So, yeah, um, the savings on tax is huge. And yeah. uh, I'll, I'll pause here a moment just to our, just to clarify that um, this is unique to the U.S. I mean, it's the specific IRS tax code that allows for these these provisions. Um, and so the timing is, is is very unique, but so is the jurisdiction. So uh, I'm licensed across the U.S. because that's where this this opportunity exists outside of the United States. Um, Canada does have a structured settlement uh, program uh, options as well, but uh, it, it's it's limited to Canada and the U.S. Well, you know that that leads me to my next question. You know, can you discuss the security and reliability of structured settlement, settlements, especially in light of economic uncertainties? Well, it's the economic uncertainties that actually become a um, a foundation for why people want to structure. Okay, so driver, yeah. they're not certain what the future is going to bring. Uh, we we anticipate volatility, but no one knows exactly what that's going to be. So when you're selling a business and you're counting on that money to be your retirement income or to um, to, to plan your your future. You want to know that it's going to be reliable. You want to know that it's going to be there and it's not going to um, to be a question. So yeah. we only use the highest rated companies, AMS rated companies. We make sure that um, that uh, companies that we use are have the highest financial status, reputation, and reputation or, and uh, um, ability to make those future payment obligations. Unlike uh, uh, other investments, these are backed by fixed bonds. Uh, so in volatility, that's why they can say what you see is what you get. The quote that you are you're, you agree upon is those are the numbers that you're going to get on the fixed and guaranteed annuities. On the variable products, you know exactly when the benefits are going to be paid and how it's going to be calculated. So for people with a higher risk tolerance uh, on a market-based, uh, we have a calculation that says, okay, if it's going to pay out for 20 years, year one is one one-twentieth of the count balance. Year two is to, is one one nineteenth of the account balance, and it just pays out until it's completely uh, dissipated. But um, at, 
as far as financial ratings go, that's the first step. We have it backed by the assignment company. They issue a guarantee. It's backed by the life insurance company. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's as with most insurance companies, there's state, state guarantee funds uh, that may apply as well. So, so when, um, when these settlements are set up, okay, and you've got 20 years before you're going to start taking payouts or whatever, it's earning interest and stuff like that, right? Yes. Now, when does that, when you start talking about structured payouts, um, when does the interest, does it stop? Or because you talk about 120th, 119th, you know, and stuff like that, does the, does the um, uh, compounded interest or whatever you want to call it, does it stop at the time that you start taking payouts or does it continue? It continues to grow on the variable products. Yeah. I mean, the account balance is going to go up and down and that's why, um, you know, it's not an exact number. We don't know exactly what it's going okay. to be. And then on the final payout, you get whatever's left on the uh, fixed annuity investments where we can say you have guaranteed tax-free future payments. This is the amount that you're going to receive on this date for this duration those are that's exactly what you get. You get a contract that says you're going to receive it. So there's no ongoing growth interest earnings after that contract is in place. That contract already takes in consideration those future payments and uh, in, in growth. Mm, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so, you know, um, can you shed some light on some of the misconceptions or myths as they relate to structured settlements? Um, you know, clarification or whatever? Well, uh, myths. I think the biggest myth is what is a structured settlement? Most people yeah. don't know about it and even talk about it um, or even have a misinterpretation or understanding of it uh, because it's so unheard of as a general point of uh, investment opportunity. Uh, one of the things that a structured settlement might be um, misunderstood for as a traditional retail investment product uh, that they think that they can get, uh, they can do a structured settlement with uh, their financial planner. And certainly we work with financial planners, but they can't touch the money. Otherwise, it, it, it's not a structured settlement at that point. It becomes a personal investment product. Um, one of the other misconceptions about structured settlements, maybe those factoring company commercials that you see on TV, you know, they, they promise you a lot of money and, and you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to get it to you now. Uh, and in reality, it takes months to get it through the court process and they're paying a fraction of what you're actually entitled to, because not only are they discounting it to present value, but they, they've got bills to pay too. Uh, and and it, it comes at a very hefty price tag. Okay. Okay. All right. So what are the different types of structured settlements? Yeah, we, we briefly touched on it, but let's dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, the, the, the foundation of a structured settlement was established in the IRS tax code that allowed for personal injury cases to be settled tax-free. And then it was amended to include future payments that could be assigned. Um, and so from there, it, it's grown. From there, we've started to help with um, non-personal injury cases, sale of businesses, and real estate transactions. But they 
apply to workers' compensation cases uh, where we need to take care of uh, medical future, government benefits. We don't want to shift the burden of medical care onto the government. We can do Medicare set-asides so that those future care uh, costs are, are covered from the settlement or covered from the transaction so that the individual doesn't jeopardize their ongoing future medical uh, coverage. Um, like I said, with the uh, development of uh, the non-qualified, meaning it's not a personal injury case, but there's this, the, the litigated cases where there might be sexual harassment, uh, wrongful termination, misappropriation or investment of funds, um, uh, wrongful uh, imprisonment cases. You, you see those cases on the news where someone has right. DNA testing that comes back and improves innocence. Uh, and it's, it's not uncommon that they receive compensation for their time and that money is tax-free. Uh, and, and so that they can stretch that, that payment, they can help themselves to the future to uh, provide a, a, a financial stable income that helps them get back on their feet, reestablished and uh, restart their life. Uh, for business owners, we have the opportunity to structure when they're selling their business or uh, selling real estate, uh, they can include that option as well. So how would someone go about setting up a structured settlement? All you got to do is remember to call me. <laughs> All this information that we're talking about today, and it feels like it's, uh, you know, yes. uh, at 30,000 feet, you're drinking water through a fire hose. I get it. It's a lot of information to take in. Uh, the biggest thing I want you know people to take away is what the options are, when they qualify, and who to call and who to reach out to. And that's what we're here for. I'm a structured settlement broker. I, I am a consultant. I'm a planner. I work with people to discuss what these options are, and we answer every question and every scenario and talk about options that are available to meet their needs. Uh, so to, to be able to facilitate this, the criteria are you need to have a structured settlement consultant because this, like I said, isn't available in traditional investment spaces. Right. Uh, you need to have a qualifying uh, transaction, uh, a settlement of a claim, the, the sale of a business or real estate, uh, and then the participation of both sides of the party or both sides of that transaction have to agree to it because this can't be unilaterally done. Remember, uh, it, it has to be assigned. The, the, there's no constructive receipt of, of, of the money that will be structured so that it has that tax favorable treatment for those future payments. Right, right. Yeah, no, that is, this is a lot of information, you know, in just a short amount of time. We're coming up on the end of another episode of Charged Up Studio. And thank you, Jody, for, for joining us today and helping our audience understand how to create, you know, or how to take advantage or even consider structured settlements as far as future monies for when we need it, you know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. whether it's you, me, our neighbor, family members, someone yeah. that you know we're talking to in the grocery store, uh, we all have the opportunity just to help other people as well. And bringing yeah. awareness, bringing education to this opportunity is my is my mission. You know, I, I I say that I don't care if you decide to use a structure or not. I mean, on in the end, my goal is to make sure that you know of your options. Right. That you can make an educated choice. Because these are some of the biggest financial transactions people may make in their life. 
And right. when making that decision, you want to make sure that you're making it with the best information and the most comprehensive information that you have. So you can choose what's what's going to help you, what's going to benefit you, what is going to be in your personal best interest. And that's my goal. As long as you are comfortable and you have made that decision with the education and the knowledge of what is pertinent to that decision, I'm, that's my goal. That's my, that's what, that's what I'm here for is to help people understand. So how can people get a hold of you should they want more information? Thanks. Yes. Uh, well, I am in the process of launching my new website. Uh, it's called structureyourfuture.com. And uh, they can also give me a call or send me an email. So I think we can uh, include that information maybe in closing or otherwise I can give it out here. But uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, send me a message under Jody Lamb, L-A-M-B. And uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions that you have. Uh, oh, my goodness, we missed the most important thing. Uh, there's no cost for my services. Wow. There's no fees, no, no, no cost. If you just want to ask questions, you want to see a proposal, you want to talk about what your opportunities are. There's no cost to do this. This is a uh, no cost, no obligation. It's just an informational. Like I said, whether you use me or not, you're going to have the information to make the decisions that are in your best interest and are right for you and your family. How often can we say that, huh? <laughs> right. And I'm going to give you gear and I'm going to get you tax free or tax favorable investments. Yeah. That diversification and investments, investment portfolios doesn't often uh, land on our lap. You know, we're limited to the Roth IRA and the Roth 401k options, uh, tax free growth and life insurance policies come with high cost and fees to do that. This is just a diversification portfolio, diversified investment within a portfolio uh, that complements other strategies. And like I said, we work with financial planners and uh, uh, help just create plans that meet their needs. Definitely, definitely. Well, this concludes our podcast for today. Please leave a review on any of the streaming platforms you happen to be listening to us on or go to Charged Up Studios' Facebook page and leave a review there. Charged Up Studio is a product of Marketatomy and Marketatomy Academy, the e-learning system designed specifically with the micro-business owner in mind. For more information and to register for our many courses, go to marketatomy.academy. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-A-T-O-M-Y. And that is it for another week, everybody. I look forward to coming back to you next week. And in the meantime, you go out and have another charged up week. Talk to you then. You've been listening to Charged Up Studio Live, the podcast with you, the small business owner in mind, with your host, Dana Olivo. Join us every Tuesday as we bring you valuable tips and insights into many of the topics you don't know you don't know about growing a successful business. Please leave us a review on any of the streaming platforms you are listening to or visit us on the YouTube or Facebook page and leave a review or subscribe so you don't miss another episode. You can also support us through Patreon by visiting our website, chargedupstudio.live, and click on the Patreon link. Until next week, go out and have a charged up week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.